Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The defensive coordinator in charge of that defense that was so dominant throughout this season joins us now. Steve Spagnuolo with us on 610 Sports Radio. Coach, great to have you on the show. Have you had a chance now, a little over a week removed, to... Maybe sit back a little bit and uh, and kind of soak this whole thing in. <laughs> well, that's what we're trying to do right now. It's kind of it's a little unbelievable, but I appreciate you guys, Alex and Cody, having me on. Always nice to talk to people back in Kansas City. I actually I'm in Florida right now, so I am trying to embrace it all. <laughs> uh, pretty unbelievable. So a week after, you just gonna go sit on a beach? Is it just like my ties? Is that like your <laughs> ideal week after the Super Bowl situation? <laughs> Yeah, you know what it is, guys? It's spend as much time with Maria as I possibly can. And the best way to do that is to get out of town and uh, just kind of kick back. But we have family down here, and so it's a little bit about that. You know, it's an eight-month grind, a nine-month grind, whatever we go through. So as much as I can spend time with family in the offseason, that's what I try to do. See, but you know what, guys? The, the combine's right around the corner, so we'll be there next week. Seeing how, like, and look, I'm married too, Steve, so I, I get how this might work. I'm <laughs> guessing because she's got to say yes to your schedule – nine months out of the year that anything she wants yeah. to do during this time, that's a yes. Amen. You're, you're right <laughs> off. You're, you're dead on, on that. You're dead on, but she's great. Listen, uh, I enjoy it. And it's fun to be able to kick back, especially after what happened, which is uh, just a blessing. You know, uh, we, 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 we saw all the t-shirts and in spags. We trust shirts. Justin Reed, I saw is doing another batch of shirts as well as they've been oh, very boy. popular coach. I know, I know <laughs> after the game at that point of the AFC title game, you mentioned you were even maybe a little embarrassed by it, but I, I would assume yeah. though you got family. I mean, does the whole family have the shirts? <laughs> well, first of all, I'm still embarrassed by it. <laughs> I've been trying to burn as many as I could <laughs> and only, only because it's just not me, but listen, I love the love. The love is mutual with Justin and all the guys. And yeah, a couple of family members did get it. And uh, so every once in a while, I do have to look at it. But listen, it's all because we got a group of guys that listen bought in and and did a heck of a job. Because you know, nobody nobody trusts anybody until it, unless it's a two way street. And those guys were terrific. And thank God we were able to do what we did. In some years up in St. Joe at training camp, you would you would always step up to the mic and, and mention that with a younger group, yeah, it could you know it could be four plus weeks maybe before this thing really gets rolling. But it, it appeared at least from the outside that from opening night, even in a losing effort against Detroit, that you had this defense playing at an elite level almost immediately. Why did this group have so much success right away? You know, um, I think if it, if we all look back at it, I think the what we went through two years ago, the twenty. 22 season, you know, with how young we were and we kind of built and got better and better. And then it, you know, it culminated in a, in a Super Bowl win. I think that gives everybody a lot of confidence. So I think when the guys came back, um, they had a lot of confidence in what we were doing, but you add that to 
the fact that we brought in what I thought were three key free agents, Mike Edwards, Drew Tranquil, and Charles Amenehue, and even though we didn't have Charles for a stretch there when he was suspended, I thought adding those guys in there uh, gave us a huge jump. And I think, you know, we just kind of picked up where we left off uh, the prior year. And, you know, Justin Reed was now his second year in the system. Because remember, when he came two years ago, it was all new to him. Uh, and any, there's always a transition and a learning curve when guys come to new systems. It doesn't matter what the system is. But I just think we were all together. You know, I, I keep going back to this, guys. You've probably heard me say it before. But when the guy in the middle, and I'm talking about Nick Bolton, when he's as high an IQ player as he is, I think it makes all the other 10 guys around him that much better. I think that had a lot to do with it. How often in the season, I, I heard your interview where you were talking about that, that third and five play that McDuffie comes up with a stop where you guys are able to get the ball back at a time that could have ended the game. How often do you ask Nick in the middle of the game, like, Hey, do you think this play is going to work? Cause it sounded <laughs> like the, the way you described it was you liked it. You thought it was going to work, but you wanted a second opinion from Nick. Yeah, so there are many times over on the sideline, you know, in between series that Nick and I are having conversations about, you know, what he's hearing, seeing, what he likes, what I like, and there's always go between there. Now, that one was a little unique, the situation you're talking about. What helped us was when San Francisco let it come down to the two-minute warning, and you guys know what the commercial breaks are like in the Super Bowl. We have a lot of time there. So, you know, anytime you have extra time to think about it, we had one call that we had made that we were going to run if they ran a play. When it went to two minutes and we had the extra time, uh, the guy, this is what you heard me describe. I had another thought in mind. I went to my fourth down call list, and I looked at a call there. And I just said, I'm going to see what Nick thinks about this. And when I pressed the button to talk, you know, he can't talk back. He can just hear me. But I was looking for his reaction, his body language when I asked him. And in a minute, I said, how about this? He was shaking his head. He was giving the signal. He was all for it. So if he had a gut feeling, I had a gut feeling, and I knew – that if both of us felt the same way, it might be something we should do. And, you know, fortunately for us, our guys went out and executed and it worked out pretty good. We're talking to Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo here on 610 Sports Radio. We also heard after the game, uh, I believe it was Justin Reed had mentioned that down the stretch of that game, you know, you guys maybe showed some things that you hadn't used all season long and, and, and the players reacted to that, obviously, in an extremely positive way. How often when we're talking about in-game adjustments, it's something that just from the outside we throw there and, and say, man, it seems like you, you might be one of the best at in-game adjustments as a defensive coordinator. I, I guess if you could take us into that thought process and, and why that is something that has been so uh, important and successful for you in this defense. Yeah. Um, well, listen, I think every coach in the league is doing that constantly. We do it a lot. The assistant coaches play a big part in that. I mean, you know, Joe and Brendan and Dave and Donald and Terry and all those guys, Alex and Rod, they're always kind of giving feedback. Uh, it's a collaborated effort. The, the unique thing about this group and what is so special about them is we just felt as a group of coaches that, you know, whatever we fed these guys, they would embrace and run with it. Now, not every group does that. Some guys like to stay in their own little comfort zone and not change things. But this group embraces that because they're a very high cerebral, high IQ group. At halftime in this particular game, when we made those couple of things that Justin Reed's talking about, I mean, they were, they were calls that we had somewhere during the season. We just didn't practice them that week. Sometimes I get a little skittish on, you know, doing something we haven't practiced. But with this group, you know that they're going to be able to pick up on it. And when they're nodding their head at halftime about, yeah, let's, let's do that, let's try to do this, um, it just makes you feel confident as a coach to call it. And that's what we did. I think 
I think those adjustments we made, uh, particularly at halftime, helped us in the – I believe you guys would have to check for me, but I think we went three, three and outs in the second half, which was really, really key to get the, keep getting the ball back to Patrick. Um, but that's because we got a group of guys that embrace change and, and are willing to do anything. It's, it's, it's special to have. I think one thing that stood out about the defense is that there was no weak level defensive line, linebacker, corner, safety, didn't matter. You guys had talent everywhere. I mean, just from that perspective alone, does this make the most talented defense you've ever coached? Uh, that's a tough call. Cause I, listen, I've been blessed to be on a bunch of really good ones in some there at Kansas city. I mean, you know, we had talent in 2019 when we won. It took a little while to get going. And then, you know, there were other years and, you know, certainly along the way in New York and some other places. But as a, you know, I keep coming back to this. This is what the difference was for me because I think you can find talent everywhere. Uh, and, you know, Brett does a great job, Brett Veach, get, getting us talent for us. But I'm, I always rely on the, the football intelligence, what I call football get it. And this was the highest number of guys in one group that really had a high IQ or really good football, get it. And sometimes you work with units that have, you know, there's, you know, seven out of the 11 starters and the other guys that kind of just, you know, they just, somebody helps them along the way. But this group to a man, they get football, they love football, they're passionate about it. uh, And they embrace doing anything. And that's a, that's a nice thing to have. Was this game Trip McDuffie's coming out party? I feel like here locally, we've continued (laughs) to say he plays at that level, but when you aren't the interception guy, Spags, Sometimes yeah. people nationally lose sight of you a little bit. We felt like this might have been the best game of his career. I thought it was, too. It's a great point you're making about the interceptions. You know, when he, when he did get that, uh, you know, he, he's an, he was elected as one of the All-Pros, right, for this season. Um, well, not Pro Bowl, but uh, I think the All-Pro. Yeah, all pro. yeah. second-team yeah. All-Pro, I think. And I said to him after he got that, I said, Trent, that's an extra, to me, that's even more respect than most other DBs because when you do that and you don't have an interception, I think people recognize and respect the work that you're doing because let's face it, a lot of times those teams, right, people look at stats and and they say, okay, the guy with the highest interceptions, he must be really good, so let's vote him in. But with him not doing that, I thought it was an extreme compliment to Trent, his ability and what he does. And Listen, you guys have heard me say this before. The one thing about coverage guys is if they're doing their job at an elite level, Sometimes you never hear about them because the quarterback's not throwing it there. And so for Trent to have gotten that kind of recognition, I thought was extreme. I still don't understand why LJ doesn't get the same, but, you know, everybody's different. But getting back to Trent, that kid, the key play he made in the end zone was huge. The, the blitz that he made for knockdown was huge. And he has other tackles throughout the game, and he's covering guys. I mean, he's, he's a real key to what we do. Him and all those DBs back there are huge. Just another minute or two with Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve Spagnuolo here on 610 Sports Radio. Uh, when we when we look at uh, this this particular run that this team is on, it seems like the players already very quickly not shying away though, Coach, from from talking three P. What's your reaction to that? <laughs> well, listen, we got. I think I think these elite athletes that we have in any professional sport, right? They're prideful guys, and they just believe in themselves. So, if that's the next challenge, they're all for it. They love a challenge. This group. And I'm sure every group, I mean, you hear it from basketball players, hockey players, uh, you know, baseball players. The minute they win one, they want to win another. And I think that's great. I mean, we've got to have a goal. And if that's the next challenge, then that's what we've got to shoot for. And we know you're, you're obviously at least back uh, for, for this three-peat run with the contract extension to stay in KC. But we, we've been surprised you, you haven't got another crack at a head coaching gig. Is that something that you're still interested in? 
Well, listen, I'll, I'll answer it the same way I have been. It'd be great. Um, we always embrace it. We just got done talking about pride, and guys, I have some pride too. As a, we all do as coaches. So a second chance, yeah, it'd be great. But if not, I always follow up with this. I feel really blessed to, to have the job I have, work for the head coach we have, the organization I'm involved with. So uh, if it's God's will to have a, another head job, great. We'll just we'll put pin our ears back and go. And if not, I'll put every effort into the job that I have right here and enjoy every minute of it. You've got four Super Bowl rings, Coach. How do you uh, handle storing them? I think <laughs> Travis's brother Jason reportedly had you know left his in his truck for a little bit. Do you keep oh, them boy. in a more secure location than that? Yeah, I do. My my Maria takes care of that. They're in a safety deposit box somewhere. It's funny, guys. You know, it, listen, blessed to have four Super Bowl rings. You very rarely do you get to wear them. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're so huge and they're beautiful. They're wonderful. Love them. I guess someday I'll put them all on sometime and, I don't know, go to a banquet or something. But, you know, we're not real flashy people. So, we, But I will tell you this. The, the, most of all, it, it's not as much about the rings, and we all love that, but it, the relationships that you cherish, the you know, the later on down the road, the 10-year anniversaries, those will be really, really special because you'll remember the guys you did it with and, and all the memories along the way. That'll be what's really special. Coach, appreciate the time. Uh, hopefully you get to spend some time here, relax a little bit, enjoy another Super Bowl, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up a little bit later on this offseason. Okay, guys. Appreciate you having me on. Have a great day. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 